Hello, everybody. This is Resonant Yes, and this episode and the following episode are going to be a little bit different than previous episodes. We, like you, are in the midst of dealing with COVID-19 and quarantine, and we decided um, with all of the other plans we had for topics that we wanted to do one, uh, or in this case two, specifically focused on what it's like to live in quarantine and how we try and create love in our lives, in ourselves, in our communities, even while uh, we're dealing with all of this brand new territory that's around us, and even while we are separated in many cases from one another. So that's what this episode is. It's um, going to be a bit unedited because we wanted to bring you the real conversation with lots of great content. We've heard from folks that they really would like to hear more unedited shows that aren't just, you know, limited to sort of that drive time, 15 minutes or 25 minutes. Um, So That's what this is. So um, we also had some audio issues because we were doing the entire thing over Skype, which, um, you know, I had to sort of let go of that audio engineer part of me and say, look, it is what it is. But this is how we're conducting our meetings. This is how we're conducting our family events and our social events is over Skype. So we thought we'd bring you the real deal. So we're going to step out of the normal for a little while. And much like the way that we're doing quarantine itself, we're just going to let things be as they are. So uh, without further ado, here is part one of our discussion on how we create love in the time of quarantine. Welcome to Love and Brief, a brief ABDL podcast focused on issues of love, love for self, uh-huh. love for others, mm-hmm. love for friends, mm-hmm. for community. Yeah, lots of that. Yeah, for puppies. Sure. Just love boxes and glove boxes full of that sanitized, sanitized love. Is that glove box like the thing in your car, or like the box of gloves that you probably also keep in your car? It's that one. <laughs> the second thing. But okay, it occurs to me now. There was already a thing called a glove box. There was a, a thing box. called a glove box already. <laughs> confusing, uh, confusing love. I am one of your hosts, Road Not Taken. And I'm that other one, Resonant Yes. And today uh, we are going to follow suit with uh, damn near every other podcast, media outlet, and frankly, conversation on the planet and talk about COVID. Um, this is a really freaky time and there's a lot of people who are sick and there's uh, a lot of fear and rightfully so. Um, and, and everybody is in this quarantine um, here in the in the U.S. and throughout the world. And we last week, you know, we got to have a conversation about what it's like to do a long distance relationship with uh, Magnolia and Imagine. And then all throughout the week, we got to experience the benefits of long distance community. Sure did. And in the middle of one of those long distance community experiences, somebody smarter than me said, we should do a podcast like this and actually uh, re- just record our thoughts on how we do community long distance in the time of COVID. Yeah. It's kept us sane in many ways. Yep. So that's what we did. So we have uh, the exact same crew that we were having long distance community with um, back today to talk to us about how are we taking care of ourselves? How are we taking care of each other? And how are we staying sane and healthy at a time when everybody has to stay home? Um, I will say 
this conversation is, um, it's going to focus, I think, a lot on how we're taking care of ourselves and each other. We know that there are some people who are experiencing levels of sickness and perhaps even loss that are well more than the things that we might be going through. So I want to just acknowledge that, that for for all the struggles of quarantine and whatnot, we just want to recognize there are people in this community who are struggling with the sickness itself and who may even be experiencing loss. And our our hearts are with you and our thoughts and our love is with you. And please, um, if you are experiencing um, isolation and sadness, please reach out to someone who you care about um, and ask for conversation or help um, the way we've been doing. And if you don't have anyone, reach out to us. Re- sure. Just reach out to anyone. Um, because everybody needs somebody to talk to at a time like this. And I want to introduce you to the folks that we have been talking with among, among the others. I mean, I shared last week, but it's been amazing that even if, if you share out in the community a little bit and say, I'm suffering, how many people will, will come to you and say, Hey, just wanted to say everything's going to be okay. Or just want to reach out. And these are some of the folks that did that for us. So uh, some of these voices you already know from earlier episodes of this podcast, others may be brand new to you. So you already know the two of us. How about we introduce you uh, to the rest of our friends? Rarity and Muffins, you guys want to go first? Sure. Uh, my name is Rarity. On Instagram, my handle is um, Hime Rarity. And I go by Daddy Muffin Master on Instagram, but I'll go by Muffins for the podcast. Perfect. And muffins is such an endearing name. It is. <laughs> I just want to be like, Muffins, what do you have to say about that? Can, can I ask you guys, uh, what is one way that you have found to create and manifest love in this time of quarantine? And I'm probably me constantly reminding him to like sanitize and uh, making sure he leaves the house with like, because he's an essential worker. Yeah, so I wor- um, I'm working, but she's come up with quite the uh, regimen of sanitation when I yeah. even come back. So I have a um, an immunodeficiency problem and um, we live with my mom who's on dialysis. So mm. coming into the house, you have to be really, really careful, um, like just in general times, but now it's even more particular. So, But I think you really manifest sort of the love by now that you're not working you're really kind of taking over a lot of the normal housework that yeah. generally I would be doing after work. Mm-hmm. So, so this is, this is love shown through sanitation and love shown love through support in the home and acts of service. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank yeah, you. I also, well, I also spend a lot of time um, video chatting with my long distance partners as well. And so you've been able to, to keep up, not just there in the home, but to keep up remotely. Yeah. Perfect. Um, well, thank you, guys. Let's go to our friend, Daddy's Little Side. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I'm Daddy's Little Side. Thank you very much for uh, having me on the podcast. I very much appreciate it. Uh, and, yeah, this is a tough time that we're in right now. But, you know, we got to keep trucking on, keep powering through. we got a lot in our lives, and we got to make sure we're here for each other. So I, I totally understand that. Yeah, and we're about to meet your partner. But I'll ask you, you and your partner are not in the same room, unlike muffins and rarity you live in two separate spaces how are you taking care of yourself in that separation uh well it's uh, luckily we do have technology these days so skype and you know zoom things like that instagram uh you know it it does suck that she that they are a, a 
long ways away, but we do make it work. We definitely love each other, and we 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 stay on top of each other too. We uh we make sure we're we're healthy with each other, even even long distance. We have a set rules. We we try to keep going them all the way. Like we we follow. We do what we can. That's great. So you keep your rules up even long distance. You have ways. Oh yes, of absolutely. That going. That's awesome. And I would I would love to introduce your partner as well, Bean. Welcome to Love and Brief. Hi, um, this is definitely a new experience for me. So thank you for allowing me into this space. And um, yeah, um, to um, kind of piggyback off of what um, my daddy said was we just communicate as much as we can, whether it's texting or um, chatting on Instagram, Skype. Um, I, I do my best to kind of reach out and let him know that I do love him, even though our love right now is from afar so if it was if it wasn't for the technology that we have today with skype and things like that it would definitely be difficult but luckily we have those types of things that keep us close together and that's part of being that even even in a community that we have today that's that's things that you should definitely look into yeah i've I, we've been talking about that here like what would this quarantine have been like in 15 years ago right if, if it oh. was 2005 what would this quarantine um, it would have been a very different world well, I personally think it might not have been as different because the way I think about it is I'm still communicating, whether it's over the phone or um, texting. Um, it's just the fact that I get to see the person on the other side of the screen. And that was actually something I was talking about um, with my friends is that it, it's not that we're pioneering anything new. It's just now I'm able to physically see a person that I'm talking mm, to. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we did sort of, I remember in fifth grade, I had a, uh, my first pretend girlfriend, the kind you get in fifth grade and we would spend hours on the phone. <laughs> Back then phones had cords. So I'd wrap myself up in the cord and chat forever. Aww. So it, it was possible. It could be That's done. Precious. Unless, unless you had a brick cell phone, then that was, you know, That's right. My, my dad had a suitcase cell phone. That's how early that was. I had one of those phones that was uh, clear. You could see all the like stuff. Oh, I, w- yeah. I wanted in a school, like, you know, whenever you did those like little drives yeah. where you had to get all the. Little Conair phone. Mm-hmm. I remember those things. Uh, it's amazing. I do too. I actually remember those things too. Yeah. They were not reliable, but man, did they look cool. They did look cool. <laughs> um, and Bean, how do you want folks, if they wanted to follow up or, or, or visit to online, how might folks think of you? Oh, yeah. Um, the only social media platform I have is Instagram, and it's baby.bean23. Um, yeah. Right on. Thank you. Daddy's little side, are you on there as well? I am. I am on Instagram. Uh, I, I used to have a Tumblr, but if you find me on there, I haven't been on there in like four years, so don't even add me. <laughs> <laughs> don't bother. <laughs> So daddy's little side on Instagram. Absolutely. As well. Awesome. You got kind of an RY and RNT thing going on where I'm like, don't contact me, contact him yeah, and contact he'll him. tell me what you said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up two, two voices you probably know pretty well by now. Um, so mutineer and bell, how are you guys doing? We're good. Um, so we're mutineer and bell. And I think on Insta it's baby bell and mutineer, but we're doing good. We um, are not used to being stuck in the same house together mm-hmm. for extended periods of time. He travels like more than 50% of the time. So I used to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Before this, he did. Um, so, you know, we're hanging in there. Well, she's got her job. 
now she has to have a week off a month on her job coming up next week. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you try to, you know, you have this fantasy of, oh my gosh, I would love to be able to stay home and just hang out and cook and do all the stuff. And I'm trying my best to do that. But when you have this unknown and as her daughter was singing, who is five off the balcony last week into the unknown as in her loudest voice during a conference call, it, it, it's so ironic because that's the thing that it kind of prevents you from really relaxing and enjoying it is we don't know. I mean, I'm in the retail business and you just don't know when you're ever going to get to go back to work. We're really happy that everyone we know is healthy and we're trying our best to stay that way. You know, my dad's compromised. Her mom's a healthcare worker and was doing tests at a hospital and she's compromised. So luckily so far, everybody's healthy and so we're just trying to focus on the good things, focus on the fact that we have a pantry full of food and that we can cook whatever the heck we want. I made croissants the other day. And, you know, so that's how we're kind of coping with it. So that's been one approach is, is focusing on what you do have, even in the midst of all this unknown, focusing on what's going well. And yeah, we have to take turns reminding each other of those mm-hmm. things. We're both having our days where one of us is just really fed up with it and we're at our end and the other one's like, hey, you know, snap out of it. We have nothing to complain about. And of course we're down in Texas where it's a little warmer. So we've got great weather. We can go out and do stuff with our families. And so we're just finding stuff to do. And you two have, um, you're in a similar situation to the both of us, which is you have children. Uh, Uh What's it like being quarantined uh, with kiddos, especially? um, It's so much fun. (laughs) Is it? Actually, we're really, um, we're really fortunate because we've both been married previously and our exes live nearby. Um, mine moved down here specifically to be closer to her. So, um, on some nights like tonight, for example, I can just call or text and say, Hey, I need a night off. I am about to pull my hair out of my head. He works remotely also anyways. And I do, I do always, I work from home always, um, so I basically just kind of said, you're going to have to start pulling some weight during the days as well. And we divided up and his daughter is here about a third of the time and more than that during the school year. But um, we're kind of fortunate in that way because we have that balance. But by the end of last week, I think we were all like, you know, we have a, a, a decent yard and space for all of us. But I think we were all about ready to crawl out of the walls of this house yeah. and just kill each other. <laughs> I feel that too. <laughs> if I have a, if I have a kid, tell me that they're bored one more time. Oh my gosh, dude! We're I think bored. teachers are grossly underpaid. Oh, yes. so do I. First day, first day, not not in school schooling. I was like, yep. I'll say that's one of the benefits that's going to come out of this is everybody's going to look at their teachers with new appreciation, love, yes. and respect. And instead yeah. of just dropping them off, we're going to go say thank you. Thank you for taking so my much. Yes. Today. Thank you. A saint person. That's great. Thank you guys. And the, the last set of voices, I believe even sleepy, I think you even said, if you're not tired of hearing me by now, um, and now you're back. So, because I just think you guys are wonderful, uh, sleepy and HD, uh, talk to us about, uh, well, you might want to share your full screen names if you want. And how are you manifesting love and taking care of, uh, yourselves and each other during this time? I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, you know who we are. Um, so I don't know about how to word it best, but um, HD and I are are very different in some ways. It's, it's very much like an opposite track. 
sort of situation. So I wasn't sure. I've been going to school from home, and he's been working from home for weeks now. And I thought maybe we would clash or end up fighting a ton more unusual or something like that. Not and you know what? Not at all. It's been awesome. It's not awesome that there's a horrible virus. But I get to spend 24-7 with a person, like one of the people that I love, and we get along great, and I'm still productive. It's just that I get to hang out with them. So honestly, silver lining, like, I love all this quality time. And, and on the good, in the good moment, it's kind of like you're, you're, and you, you rented a cabin, except um, there's a pandemic going on around you. Yeah. 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 That has been one of the strange things that I've been experiencing, which is that it, there, because we've been very fortunate and haven't had the the illness in my family, the pandemic is still conceptual to me. Right. So um, I, I feel like I'm a little bit like I'm in this weird constant summer camp in so much as we get to be together all the time. We get to be with our daughter all the time. And at the same time, I recognize that there's like really big, important, scary things happening to lots of folks all around me. And, and, and it's a weird reality. And I've been lucky enough to keep my job so far, just take, took a pay cut. And, um, it, and so I, I, I realize like my experience is so different than so many experiences of other folks around the world. Fortunate in the situation I'm in. Yep. You know, one of the ways that I've been trying to manifest love is is um, taking the time that we have together and being really intentional about um, n- not getting into like the take, take you for granted space or, or take kiddo for granted space because I, I travel a ton as well. And sometimes I have wished for this kind of time together. And I, I guess I finally have it now. And even though it's new and different and sometimes difficult, um, I've been really intentional about how can I make today like that day that I've always wanted to have where I'm home more than three days in a row. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how I've been doing it. How about you? Um, for me, so um, I have actually probably, I've actually had one of the reactions to this whole pandemic that I have not been super proud of, uh, which is I've just been horrifically anxious about the whole thing because as a mutineer said you can't really enjoy what's going on fully because you don't know what's going to happen next and I have sort of a thing about control and I always felt like I was kind of in control of the world even though that's ridiculous but now I feel like I have absolutely no control um over anything um down to like when people cough on me or around me in public I feel totally panicked and helpless in a way that I never did before And so I have actually been manifesting love by managing my own anxiety and like renovating every part of our house that I can. I just have to be doing something in order not to go crazy. And um, I've also been working really hard whenever I get into a space where I'm not at my best um, to not take that out on our why and not take that out on our kiddo. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's been a little bit difficult for me because I thought I would be so cool under pressure and that I would be just like this, ugh, we're fine, but I'm not. I am like the mask, gloves, don't touch me, don't talk to me, stay at least 14 feet away from me, I don't care what they say about six feet kind of person. Mm-hmm. And it's turning me into a little bit of a, a of a anxiety monster, but I've been trying really hard to manifest love by not taking it out on those that I love. Mm. 
Mm, that's good. And I, I like that built into that is like a realization that this does create anxiety and that's real and that you are having reactions as anybody would. And that's real, right? Control reactions and that you're able to see that coming and make choices. I think that's really cool. It feels a little bit gross to say that this is a time of self self growth for me because it's a time of intense pain for others. Yeah. But I've been growing a lot. I think those things can coexist from all this. Yeah. So this episode, I want to make uh, a little bit different. So typically, as we've talked about before, we edit our episodes pretty tightly so that it's kind of a drive time thing. Well, A, nobody's driving anywhere. And B, we wanted to be able to put out um, some more content this month because we know folks have more time to listen. And and frankly, we wanted to include a little bit more wisdom. So we're going to not edit this one so much, and we're probably going to divide in a couple of parts. So if this one sounds a little bit more cash than previous episodes, that's what that's about. Let's open it up. Guys, I would love to know, um, as we've been sort of in in this quarantine and dealing with COVID, what have your interactions been like with the community and how have they changed since the, remember like 1600 years ago when there wasn't a quarantine? How has it changed <laughs> since then? Um, well, for me personally, so I am fairly new to the online community and, um, my daddy can attest to this. I was very shy about even branching out and like messaging people and then cap happened and I got to put a lot of like names to faces. And, um, from there I've had a lot more interaction than I thought I would. I'm constantly video chatting my friends or, messaging them and so um for me actually um my interactions have kind of doubled um and I don't know if that's partly due to me having more time or me just actually starting to be social and not be so shy so so you've had way more interaction since yeah (laughs) that's awesome also, also, where where you work, you, you have a lot of interaction because you're still working. Well, you were still working, not now. but Yes. So I am technically considered an essential worker, um, but I finally took advantage of the fact that my company is offering paid leave and will be offering paid leave up until the end of next month. So, um, yeah. So for me, um, I have been just purely working and then coming home and quarantining, not going anywhere. But now I guess it'll be a little bit different because I won't be working at all. So Mm -hmm. I imagine that I will still be in constant communication, whether it's with my daddy or with friends, pretty much in the same capacity. Yeah. What about others? How has your interaction with the community changed during COVID? I have Um, a lot more time to interact with people because at my regular nine to five job, I'm laid off, um, but I have to lock my phone up. I don't get to have it at all. So there's this whole big swath of time that now I get to spend online talking to people, and it's great. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, we've gotten to meet because of it, right? Like we, yeah. it, we got introduced via HD and Sleepy, and it, now we've gotten to hang out a bunch. <laughs> yeah, online game nights have been like our savior. We're big gamers. Um, like we love board games and there's lots of ways to figure out how to do it online. And um, it's great. 
And Muffins, you just did that today, right? You had an online game. Yeah, I was playing D&D right before we started this podcast. So that's that's been a every Sunday thing. And then uh, now with the virus and the quarantine, we just have moved it to Skype. So... That's pretty awesome. You were able to just just port it over, and has it have these game nights gone pretty well for you guys? Have you been able to to pull it off? Yeah, and actually, depending on the day, we actually do different um, things. So Sundays are D and D, and that we do over Zoom, um, which has worked really well. Um, Tuesday nights, we're playing another game called uh, Tiny Supers, which is sort of like a watered down version of D and D, but you make a superhero with uh, like a, abilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that we play over Skype or actually Discord. So we use like a variety of mediums, but depending on who's running it, we're just switching around. But it works really well for those types of games because it's sort of theater of the mind. Um, you don't necessarily need a board. Sometimes uh, you can play those games um, with maps and figurines and stuff. Other times you just yeah. um, do it in your mind. At one point we uh, played with HD and Sleepy uh over Skype, but we each have a copy of the game, of a board game. We played Evolution, and it worked out great. It was so much fun. So how um, does that work? If you both have a copy, are you are you both moving the, the other people's piece? Um, that particular one is like a resource movement kind of thing. So it's just like, how many things did you take out of this pile? And that's kind of what Yeah, it's like, like a universal resource pile. So mm-hmm. basically, you just monitor between the two games that are running how much resources are getting added and each person taking a resource and things like that. Oh, okay. Well, that's really cool. That is really cool. I didn't realize that's something you could do. Have you run into games that you can't play that you've, t- you've taken a running head start at and just t- totally failed? Um, not, tried that not, so, not so <laughs> far, but we have found that a lot of our really um, favorite, m- more popular board games are also sold on Skype. Steam. Or on on Steam? Steam, yeah. On Steam. So if two people have Steam, they could also play the same board game that like I have in my game room, um, but just do it digitally. With a feature called um, Remote Play on Steam. So only one person has to own it. And then uh, mm-hmm. as long as everybody else can download and run Steam, they can just play along without even owning the game. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. I didn't know that either. Uh-uh. You've been having a lot of trouble with remote Jenga. <laughs> yeah, remote, remote Jenga is a struggle. Out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a little difficult, yeah. I'd be like, hey, which one did you pull? That third one. Did you knock it over? No. Thank you. It fell over when I pulled it. No. <laughs> That's awesome. How about how about for the rest of you? How are you guys engaging any differently with the community? With We actually have a good friend of ours on Tumblr who um, had both their mom and their, oh gosh, I can't remember now if it was brother or sister, got it. Uh And one was on like day eight in the hospital and one was on day 12 the last we talked. So that was kind of disappointing. And that made it a little more real for me because I hadn't really known anybody who had it up Mm -hmm. until then. Um, And my mom works in healthcare and she's kind of, um, she's in Michigan where it's a little worse um and so she actually called the other day she facetimed me and she she'd been crying because they lost like their third nurse Mm. so that was kind of rough so 
I mean, really in terms of our interaction with the community, it's kind of the same. We've had more time to interact and because he's home right now, we've mm -hmm. had more time to make a little more content. We haven't posted at all, but um, we've been doing that. And then in our local community, um, we've started kind of like grocery trees with our neighbors, which is kind of weird. Um, but we have some neighbors who are severely immunocompromised and can't go out. Our next door neighbor, who's a really good friend of mine, being one of them. So we've started like grocery trees where we're like, hey, I'm going to the store this week at this time on this day. And if any of you girls need anything, you know, let me know and we'll grab it. So like we added some baking stuff to um, somebody else's list for tomorrow. So we've been trying to kind of do stuff like that. And then um, we've been trying to really also in our community support local businesses. Um, because a lot of our restaurants and one of our favorites is a small little family owned Italian place up the road from us. And um, it's fairly new. So they're at huge risk for going under. Um, and they're really good people. They're right next to where we live. So it's one of our just go to spots. So we've been trying really hard to, when we can order takeout, but also kind of being cautious with that takeout because you don't want to bring anything home either. Um, so, you, you know, we've been interacting with our community and the local community in different ways. Mm -hmm. She disinfects it with an Italian margarita. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Alcohol is a great disinfectant. Yes, Wash it down. When taken <laughs> internally. Yeah. Uh, that is not <laughs> medical <laughs> advice from our wife. Here, you got to go for an Italian margarita. They're insane. I've never had an Italian margarita. What's the difference? Uh, I can't tell you what's in it. It's got like amaretto in it and sangria, sangria and lime. tequila and everything. Yeah. Else. Oh. They make it really pretty. I want that. And the, the governor here That's made it legal for you to get takeout liquor. So you can get a mixed drink and take it home or they'll deliver it now to your door. So when they did that, I was like, well, I got to support my Italian place. And so she's like, are you, like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, nope, I'm not. And so I come home and I've got like four of them because I was like, just make me a few extras with no ice so that I can put them in my fridge and just add ice when I'm ready to drink them because I can't make them. I, I just can't do it the same way. I love Texas. That's like here, here in Ohio, they're passing laws that are like, nobody can go outside. Everybody has to wear gloves all the time, whatever. And in Texas, they're like, first thing we're doing is delivery margaritas. <laughs> So the Taco Cabana sells margaritas with little baby bottles of tequila taped on the top for takeout. There you go. Yeah, they do. Way to go. But you know what happened when they did that? <laughs> All of our little restaurants around here said when they did that, sales exploded. Like they, they were, people weren't at first ordering delivery and takeout since they couldn't go in and sit down. And then once the governor made it legal... All of the sudden sales exploded. So I went up to that little Italian place to pick it up because I felt guilty having them drive it like one block down the street. I went up to pick it up and he walked it out and I asked how they were doing. And he said he had more takeout orders than he would normally have for dine-in on that day oh. at that time. Oh, that's because so people good. were just rallying together to support. So it was really cool. That's so good. Were they rallying together to support or they just wanted the tequila real bad? I think they just, well, I think they wanted the, the, the Italian margarita. Yeah. That, that place is known for theirs and none of us can figure it well, out. The owner was out front taking a selfie with her margarita in his new clear glasses that he got. Yeah. So. There you go. And they were yelling at cars driving by into the shopping plaza. Do you want a drink? Do you need a drink? Oh, Does anybody great. need a drink? We all need a drink right now. The answer is obviously yes. <laughs> HD and Sleepy, how, how about you guys? Has your interaction with the community changed post-COVID? So, yes, 
Yeah, speaking for myself, uh, I've had all of you, all of you fuckers, have had a lot less excuses to not not hang out. You know. <laughs> That's how we got. That's how we got this together. Last night, they kept calling you all up, and you're like, "Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing?" And I was like, "Well, nothing, in fact." <laughs> yeah, that part's great. It does remove excuses. Like, it's not, you can't be like, "Well, I have somewhere to be." No, you don't. Where? <laughs> when did you get a medical degree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exhausting to like physically attend school and I, I usually don't have a lot of energy left for socializing at the end of the day but because uh, we're not doing that um not only do we have way more time to socialize and everyone's home all day and I also have more energy so honestly this last few weeks just skyping a bunch of people every night it's like some of my most social we said of the year obviously and yes we're quarantined I don't think my state has implemented anything actually I think our county has what our state has but we've I have um we have been quarantining for what, like three weeks now. Yeah, we, we haven't left except you, left except you get uh, uh, like necessary food and, and like medicine. Yeah, I, I spend him, I spend him HD out solo on grocery missions. I think uh, nothing gets the same the same situation. <laughs> yep, accurate. Yeah. I'm gonna pause it there for this first installment. 33 minutes in, I think it's a good time to pause. Uh, I know that we haven't gotten into all the fun ABDL stuff yet, but uh, I wanted you to get a chance to meet everybody and to learn a little bit about how they're taking care of each other and how they're interacting a little bit differently in this time of quarantine with the community. Next edition is coming up in short order. We're not going to wait two weeks to put it out like we normally do uh, because we want to continue to provide really good content through the quarantine. So um, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have part two, another 30-minute discussion with our amazing panel on how they are dealing with quarantine. In the meantime, uh, I hope you are staying safe. I hope you're staying home. And I hope you're staying mentally and physically well through this very strange uh, time in our in our history. So it will end eventually. And I know you're facing financial hardships, personal hardships, health hardships, and social hardships. Um, most of all, I really want to acknowledge the amazing frontline responders. Those, everybody from our, our nurses and our EMTs, our docs and our medics through the people who are making our ventilators, our masks and gloves, um, all the way through to the people who are showing up every day at work in our restaurants and in our stores, our truckers, our garbage uh, handlers, everybody who is making sure that that society continues to function and putting themselves at risk so that we can make it through this incredibly difficult and unprecedented time. So thank you. In the meantime, stay tuned. Next week, we will have part two of this discussion on love in the time of quarantine here on Love and Brief. <laughs>